Hello, I'm Daniel. This is my podcast, Sharpening the Mind. I am a meditation teacher and also a labor activist in Kansas City, Missouri. I teach classes in meditation and Buddhism at the Rime Buddhist Center, as well as a few other places. Thank you for listening and have a great day. So I have this friend and she said, I really want to come to your event, but I'm terrible at meditating, so I'm not going to come. And I wanted to <laughs> talk about how hard it is to meditate because it is, it is very hard, right? So I think I don't do it because I'm good at it. I do it because I want to be better at it. So I wanted to talk about common obstacles. And there's a list of traditional obstacles to meditation, and they are laziness, agitation, and ill will. And um, so laziness is just, I don't want to do it, I'm not going to do it, right? So it's just, I'm going to find other things to do, especially at home. It's real easy to find other things to do. That's why I like to have events like this, because it really makes me do it, because... If I'm inviting other people to do it, I've got to do it. And if I'm at home trying to meditate, man, I could watch Netflix instead. And that sounds really compelling. So that's why laziness is, I'm not, I don't want to do it, so I'm not going to. It's the same. I think of meditation as like flossing because it's something good that we know we should do and we don't do it. Right. So (laughs) I run into that with a lot of things I do because I'm, I'm so overly distracted by so many different things. Mm-hmm. It's really easy, especially I think in the modern world, there are so many things to do. Mm-hmm. Not o- I mean, and not only, obviously there are many fun things that I can do, but also there's things around the house that I probably need to get done as well. And those things distract me, don't they? So there's a million things that can pull us out of it. So that's the laziness. And then the second one, agitation. I also do struggle with that one. That is... Um, fidgeting fidgeting it's hard to sit still I especially noticed it today every time sweat appears on me I want to rub it so that's fidgeting but then also itches and things like that right we can sit and wait for those to go away or we can deal with them as quickly as possible and come back to what we're doing but um, I think fidgeting is a big struggle for a lot of people and you have to meditate often and for a long time for that to get better I think do you fidget do you guys fidget? Oh, yeah. yeah. Especially today. Like, and I <laughs> well, love being outdoors, but with just nature. And there's bugs. a lot of bugs. It is. Yeah, so I'm just, I feel like I'm scratching. Well, well I, so it, um, yeah. I have MS, so, so I'm kind of uh, that way anyway because of that. So I have oh. to just, I've been actually, since I've been sick, I've actually been a lot more relaxed person. <laughs> for over 13 years so. oh man I started meditating actually when I was 13 I'm way beyond that now <laughs> I do it for going to sleep oh. yeah I found that when I can't sleep I usually if I'm laying in bed I can just try to fall you, I am not someone that has trouble sleeping but rarely I do and when I do I will just lay there and try to follow the breath and see if that works So, and then the last one is called ill will, and that's not something I struggle with personally, but um, 
I'm told a lot of people do, and that is just, I hate meditating. That's what ill will is. It is just, I, I get there and I sit down to do it and I hate it and I'm unhappy the whole experience. And I don't, I don't have that, but I, th- I think that people do that do have that probably don't meditate very many times. I don't know. I don't know how one would deal with that. But does anybody struggle with that? Do you just hate it? I, I think they don't know how to, re- uh, to release their minds yeah. from all the, the tension. Mm-hmm. You have to you have to release yourself yeah. from everything around you. We live in a culture of productivity. Right. And yeah. sitting yeah. still is not productive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. According yeah. to that. Well yeah, not only not only um, I wanna be doing things, but also maybe like well, I wanna be distracted all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't wanna be present. Okay, yeah. That's hard. That's part of the That's good, thing. yeah. If you've got if we've got things we're really trying hard to hide from and to not face, <laughs> then yeah, that's gonna come up. And so some people like really freak out when they start meditating because mm. because if you're lying to yourself a lot or you're hiding something or not facing something, it's gonna be tough to keep doing that if you're being fully present. So I think that's why I turned to meditation because I wanted to. I wanted to know more about myself and that helped me learn. Like when I was quiet and I just sat, I was able to deal with my stuff easier because I knew where to go and you know what direction to deal with it. So I like that about meditation. Yeah. Yeah, this is the practice of learning how to be real, I think. So, um, If anyone else has anything they want to talk about or questions they want to ask? I, I guess I have, my question is, um, and well, a comment first, is that um, I've really tried to embrace the non-judgmental aspect of meditation because I typically label myself as a perfectionist. So I, lately, I, when I've meditated, I've been trying to meditate um, every morning and every evening, 20 minutes each time. It's been great, and I just, I don't judge it. Sit there, and if I fidget the whole time, mm-hmm. it's fine. If I look at my phone <laughs> once, it's fine. Mm-hmm. It's just it is what it is, and that's what it is that day. But mm-hmm. as far as agitation, do you? I know you said that time and practice <laughs> is is key, but do you have any advice or like tips or or things that work for you? I guess things that work for you. So sometimes I will find that if I'm moving around too much. Um, I'll just lay down and that'll help. Um, beyond that, um, like I found sometimes that I feel fine and then I sit in meditation and I realize my clothes are pretty uncomfortable and I'm wearing the wrong clothes and I, I haven't known that as I was walking around all day, but as soon as I sat down, oh, this is... <laughs> so, and it's crazy sometimes you sit, I sit for a while and then I think, oh, my pants are really tight. <laughs> So sometimes we have to adjust what we're wearing and things like that. Mm. Does anybody else have anything? I guess that I guess for anybody, everybody else. Well. Haven't you said if you have something to do with your hands, you're less likely to move around? Like if you have a mm-hmm. plan. Of yeah, if you have do. a plan. So that's why I recommended the two hand positions. Mm, 
just so that there's an idea for what your hands are supposed to do because if you have no plan at all then your hands are going to do all sorts of stuff right but then another thing might be that might help is holding something like get something like this you can just hold that in your hands and that can help too but we found just with kids we've got some antsy kids and so they do a lot better when they lay down and I think that really really helps and sometimes that turns into sleeping and I think that's okay because <laughs> yeah. you know sleeping is a form of meditation as well but that's that's the thing that surprised me that worked with kids is if Playing they lay down. down they don't they're not as active when they're trying to meditate so that was a good, yeah. I, that was good. I, I don't know if anybody else notices this if they've ever had had dogs or pets especially dogs they don't actually sleep as much as they you know they're they're always kind of asleep like 20 hours a day and they're not completely asleep every time they're kind of in a halfway stage mm -hmm. so I, I think it's almost like an, a, a quasi alertness uh, in between I, I don't know how to explain it's kind of an in between it's not sleeping and it's and they're but they're aware of what's going on just kind of. really relaxed yeah relaxed yeah. like a light sleep it's not yeah. a deep sleep yeah cats we, are like that we have cats and they they do just yeah. lay around not sleeping a lot and they pretend like they are yeah. or they're just in the you know the mild state of sleeping to where they're i'm trying to do this at home and giving it a go but i'm a noob and mm -hmm. so i have the new question of how do you deal with your feet falling asleep in cross-legged position? <laughs> So yeah, we've got to try different things until we find a position where our feet aren't going to fall asleep. So, but that is why the, that's why the, the position they called Indian style when I was a kid and they don't call it that anymore. That is why that position is not recommended because they say your feet will fall asleep every time in this position. So that's, that's why I do the half lotus and I only do that because I can't do the full lotus. I'm not flexible oh, enough. I'd fall asleep in that the... position. Really? I have do they? To, like, oh, if, I fall, if they fall asleep, I have to readjust. And I think that's okay. I, I, see, I can't I do anything even close to that because of my tendons. Mm -hmm. And it's okay to sit, I, I think, tendons. too. Yeah. For yeah. I'll do this instead of half lotus. Yeah, me too. Or, or I'll, if, it's not, if it's not like a full half lotus, like I'll just tuck my foot right here. Mm -hmm. And it's a little lighter and there's not as much pressure. But I believe that I have to, sometimes I have to, like it's too distracting, to it's more distracting than it is helpful, so just change it. If you look over here, Sophie's doing the full lotus, and people say your feet never fall asleep if you sit like that, but I, I don't know if that's true or not, but that is, that is what people say. Yeah. <laughs> so, um. I have a sign-up sheet for my email newsletter if you want it. Um, we do this every second Saturday, but I'm looking at doing more. Um, thank you guys for coming. This was a lively group a lot of the time. Usually it's like 18 to 20 people, but nobody talks. So I'm, I'm thrilled with this level of participation because I think it went really well. Really? Good for all of us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I missed it one time. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember why. <laughs> Yeah, I think um, the weather deterred people, maybe. I don't know. It's really unpleasant out here, so. <laughs> if I don't put it in my calendar on my phone, uh -huh. see. Yeah. <laughs> this is my first time, so thank you.
awesome. Yeah. Thank you for coming. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> people, I'm always people always always people come late. There's always when it, the meditation ends, I'm like, oh. But that's the easy thing. Like, there's not a door to open. Right. There's not right. Much sound. That's why that's why I like doing this here because I think people can come late and not worry about it, and people can sneak out early and not worry about it too, and nobody's getting judged. Mm -hmm. So I think that's that's very important. That's a hard thing to find. So. I did it. Is it like a year? I did it five times last year, and then I stopped for the winter, okay. and then I started doing it again. Did we start in February or March? March. 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 We started in March. March, April, May, June, July, August. August. So yeah, we've been doing it since March, and we're gonna do it until it gets too cold, and then we'll see. I don't know what'll happen. <laughs> Thank you for listening and have a good day.